This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, June 7th. The tour of central Minnesota continued yesterday uh-huh. with another couple of section baseball games. This time, CJ, you were... Well, let's see, where were you? Minnewaska area in Marthaler Field. <laughs> it all kind of blends together, doesn't it, it? It certainly does, and I didn't even have to make the trip yesterday. A couple of baseball games out of Section 6A for you, huh? Yeah, so New York Mills and Parker's Prairie faced each other at about 2.30 yesterday afternoon from Marthaler Field in Minnewaska, and New York Mills, a team that had beaten Parker's Prairie twice in the regular season, but I talked with Coach Denny of Parker's Prairie, and he said, you know, in those two games, one went into... 12 innings where Mills won 4 to 2 and wow. then the other one was a 4 to 3 New York Mills victory where he said they had a 3 nothing lead so they were close games and so it was yeah. going to be another close one and it was New York Mills had an early 2 nothing lead Parker's Prairie got it right back it was tied at 2-2 and late in the game believe in the 5th or 6th inning Parker's Prairie was able to play to cross that go ahead run and they held on to win by a score of 3-2. to two. So Parker's Prairie advanced. They beat New York Mills, and they went on to face Belgrade Bruton El Rosa in the Section 6A championship game. And it was another close one. I, I, I had a chance to talk with Coach Denny before the second game. Just kind of said, you know, like you've... Because before that game against Mills, they had an extra inning game against Uppsala Swanville area to get yep, to this point. So, so it's like, how are you sitting on pitching? Like, where is the kind of situation? Like, he's like, we're turning to our fourth guy right now, and he's got a ERA of around two on the season. And I was like, okay, well, that's a good number, but like, how many in? I, I didn't ask yeah. him this, but how many innings does he pitch? Like, is it, you know, how will he do against the one seeded team in the section who? Had a day, had basically the whole day to rest and get ready for this one game, and the answer is pretty well. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, the pitcher Truax threw a really good game. I thought he got one run ball through six innings and or through five innings, I should say, and then got to the bottom of the sixth inning. The game was tied one-one, and uh, you know a couple balls that didn't quite break the way of Parker's Prairie, some errors, and. Then the Jaguars hang a three spot up. They go on to win by a score of four to two. So Parker's Prairie and New York Mills are done for the season. Belgrade Bruton El Rosa wins section six A and they advance to the state tournament next week in St. Cloud. I believe their first time since ninety two. I think if I heard the Oh, is that right? I think if I heard the uh the Belgrade Bruton El Rosa broadcast right. Oh, well congratulations to the Jaguars. Congratulations to the Panthers and the Eagles on on stellar seasons from around the area, Perm Yellow Jackets represent Section 8 AA mm-hmm. at the state tournament. Uh, they got a win over uh, DGF. Uh, question for you. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, previously, uh, to get to that matchup with Perm, DGF had to play East Grand Forks, which is often abbreviated as EGF. Uh-huh. So does the existence of DGF and EGF imply the existence in teams of AGF, BGF, CGF, DGF, EGF, FGF, GGF, HGF, and so on and so forth. Oh, I love the shows on HGF. How about how about UHF? Do we got that? Wow, this is we're just we're, we're just stacking these. 
<laughs> just one joke on t- I had some for I I threw that very lame joke out on Twitter and somebody responded with um no those are actually angles with G being the common point on ah. <laughs> math jokes. Oh, geometry. We're just oh. we're just slamming jokes oh. on jokes on jokes at this point. Oh, my brain's about to break. <laughs> you can't make me one, you can't make me do geometry at all. I was a communications major in college and secondly, it's too early for that. <laughs> Oh, uh, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. I'll you know you'll know y equals mx plus b. Uh, El- <laughs> uh, uh, elsewhere, locally, I know Little Falls is playing for a section championship today. Uh, they play Ricori in the eight three eight tournament. Going back to yesterday in the section five a baseball tournament, the Sabika Trojans uh, were playing and uh, trying to come out of the elimination bracket. Uh, Ogilvy and Pine River Bacchus needed to play first, and Pine River Bacchus came away with a 6-5 victory. With that victory, they earned the right to take on the Sabika Trojans last night in Pierce. Sabika actually comes away with a 6-0 win, CJ, and that means the Trojans are back in that Section 5A championship game. They'll take on Hinkley, Finlayson, and Pierce tomorrow at 430 and need to win it to force a decisive game two at 7 o'clock later that night. Well, considering the first time that these two teams played, it was a down-to-the-wire walk-off victory. Uh, Got to imagine that this matchup tomorrow between the Trojans and Hinkley Finlayson is going to be uh, another close one. Uh, it is indeed going to be uh, uh, great, and uh, I will tell uh, Trojan fans, tentatively planning on finding our way to get those games on the air tomorrow um uh we've got state softball on the docket which we'll talk about here Mm -hmm. in just a little bit of course twins baseball that we need to contend with as well but we're going to make every effort to make sure those section championship games are on the air for you as well more details on our broadcast plans for tomorrow coming tomorrow wow but one of those things that will definitely be on the air tomorrow, CJ, mm-hmm. Class A State Softball from Caswell Park in beautiful North Mankato. Yes, yeah, so Monaga drew the two-seeded Badger-Greenbush-Middle River. That game is going to take place at 1.30 p.m., like you said, Corey, North Mankato at Caswell Park. And it's going Badger-Greenbush-Middle River, they were the champions out of Section 8A. They were 24-1 and one on the season was Badger, Greenbush, Middle River. The the Gators, is that what they are? The Gators. The, ga- the we gonna get, Gators. We're going to get them Gators. Uh, they were 24-1 and one on the Shoot season. Shoot them, Clint. <laughs> now the Gator. swamp people? Give me, now the Gator. We give me that tree, shovel. We got a tree shaker. <laughs> There's a line from Monsters, Inc. when they send the bad guy <laughs> uh-huh. through the door and they send him to like a trailer in Florida. Yes. And they go, Mama, we got another gator in the house. Go, another gator? Give me that shovel. And they just, <laughs> they just uh-huh. I, I think it implies that they uh, beat him rather mercilessly, but. I think that I is just, exactly correct. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, 24 and 1 on <laughs> the season. For Badger Greenbush Middle River. What we're trying to say, Monaga, is beat him mercilessly like they do in Monsters, Inc. Except in, instead of. Uh, shovel, use a bat, and except hit the ball right over the fence a lot. Uh, yeah, not physically. Not physically. We're not promoting not, not assault prom- not and promote. battery. <laughs> Corey may imply it from time to time, but he never means it. Uh, a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge from time to time. <laughs> never hurt anyone. 12-1 and one in Section 8A, 10-1. I think one. they call that inciting, don't they? Uh, you know, sometimes. 
12 and one section record in eight, a 10 and one in the, uh, Agassiz Valley conference. Agassiz. 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 But like, there's a Z. like, like Lake Agassiz. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a Z. I know. Like Agassiz, but with a Z. Yeah. Uh, 10 and one in that conference. Uh, their one loss is to Red Lake Falls, which was a 10, seven decision some of the most fertile farmland in the entire world cj is it from the historic prehistoric lake bed of lake agassiz huh sounds sounds accurate it is <laughs> uh five and oh on the road one and oh in neutral site games they're 18 and one on their home field their qrf is 119 why do you think they named that one town fertile i just thought maybe it somebody... wasn't after a lady it was about the farmland <laughs> I was just gonna, saying. I was going to say because somebody confused Myrtle, but that also works, I guess. <laughs> Monaga's 18-8 and eight on the season. They had a 10-1 and one record in Section 5A. You're doing now, a great job, by the way. I'm sorry for interrupting. 9-5 <laughs> and five record in the Park Region Conference. They were 2-4 and four on the road, 3-1 and one at home, and 13-3 uh, thir- uh, at home, and 3-1 and one yep. in their neutral site games. They had a QRF of 93.3. They are ranked 8th in 1A. Go team, go team, go. That's going to be fun. Hopefully it's, be it's beautiful in Mankato. Um, uh, you're, you'll be down in my old stomping grounds. Make sure if you get the opportunity, uh, you uh, troll around the the River Hills Mall and see if you can hear the echoes of the voices of Corey Tackman past around the River Hills Mall. Where's the best spot to go in the food court to find that? Sabaro. Sabaro. Gonna get you a good old New York a piece of that New York slice. Huh? Yes. There's only one place in the River Hills Mall food court, and that would be Sabaro. That is the place to go though, right? That's, that's I'm embarrassed to admit how much I appre- I've appreciated Sabaro in my life. Sabaro's good. We should you know, we gotta I think Sabaro's fine. Would be a better way to state that. Sabaro's yeah. fine. But you find it at the food court, and they're pumping that smell out there, and it's either that or whatever Asian restaurants pumping food out at you. You're kind of deciding between the two. This might be controversial. I've never had bad food at a mall food court. I have yet to find one either. It's always good. It might be a little hurried. (laughs) They might have got, you know what I mean? Yeah. The person who's doing all the, there's only like one or two people working, and you can see the entire kitchen, but- The process from ordering to food in your belly might be fairly unthorough from time to time, but I've never been sad. I mean, I've been sad walking away from a food court, but not because of the food. (laughs) Is it because of a lack thereof? (laughs) Well, you know, you're in high school. Emotions run high sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Say hi to uh, my friends while you're there. Okay. Is there a code word I should tell them? Something that that only they'll understand? Um, Is there a... Is there a coat? You just make one up. Okay. All right. Sounds Give them good. A little, how about this? Just start tapping random strangers on the shoulder and be like, eh, and then wink at them. That, that's the code? That's the code. Ah, all right. Awesome. The long-storied Sibley East code. Do I also look at them and say, hey, good looking? Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. CJ's unable to do- mark ga- at the end of that? CJ's unable to do the second Monaga Braves game. He is currently- in the hospital after getting punched in the face several times. He will, by the way, be going to jail after the doctors <laughs> check him out. <laughs> He's been handcuffed to the bed. Well, 
I guess do it soon enough after the first game so that way one of us has time to get down to, to, to hustle do the down. Eight yeah. o'clock game. <laughs> All right, sounds good. You know, if you notice, Corey, we're beating around the bush on uh, talking about the Twins game, and that's mainly because of uh, things like this clip. Barlin, 82 pitches in, has given up five through six plus. Swing and a fly ball, left center field hit a ton. Larnick will turn. This one is way out of here. Long home run. That was 457 feet. It capped off a 7-0 Twins loss to the best team in baseball, Tampa Bay. Uh, Corey, this Twins offense is just putrid. Putrid. Rocco had a hilarious postgame where he said, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, we're striking out way too much. I'm like, yeah, no duh, for like a month and a half now, the way it seems. And then he said something, I know what he meant. But in a vacuum, when he said you can strike out and still have productive at bat and still be productive, in a vacuum, that sounds like the most ridiculous thing anyone's ever said. Yeah. Because no, you cannot. That's like saying, well. You cannot strike out and be productive. That's like saying, well, we're not having good offensive drives in football, but they are productive. They can be productive at times. Yeah, we're never scoring. But we are running a lot of plays. But we are being productive. Productive is not the right word. Um, Yeah, they stink. They stink. Yeah, and maybe, maybe a guy like, they could call, you know, I, I saw this one prospect for another team. His name is Matt Walner. He's been, like, crushing the ball for the last week in AAA. Maybe the Twins need to find a guy like that in their minor league system who they could call up to play corner outfield. Fascinating concept. Um, what uh, In what minor league system does Matt Walner play? Uh, my mistake, Corey. It turns out Matt Walner plays for the Twins AAA affiliate, the St. Saint Paul Saints. Uh, so is like it's super inconvenient though, right? Like the the distance between St. Paul and Minneapolis to like get him there in a timely fashion. Yeah, correct? pretty much. I mean, they are down in Florida right now, so that also probably you know you don't want to inconvenience him, make him take a plane ride. Maybe you'll wait and for like another week when you come back home. Sure. Yeah, sure. yeah. The yeah. uh this this Walner kid's like raking, right? Yeah, he's raking. He's like Joey Gallo light, which means that he goes through a lot of hot streaks, and he was starting a hot streak. Last week when he was with the Twins, but because Max Kepler came back, they had to send him down because as we talked about before the season, Corey, Max Kepler probably should have been traded in the offseason, and now the Twins have this problem where he's not being productive, but he's a veteran, and he's a like they've just boxed themselves. They've basically put themselves up against the wall, Nur. Oh, yeah. very good. Yeah. Like and, they're they're and, stuck. And it's I think it's important to mention um, – at least from my perspective, I adore Max Kepler for reasons I can't. I, he looks I just, like a baseball player. I just really, I, I really liked him. Um, uh, none of his numbers back up me liking him. Uh, like they're they're Miguel Sano bad. Yeah, he, like Miguel Sano struck out a lot. Kepler doesn't strike out, but he causes so much weak contact that even when he puts the ball in play, it's not productive. And you mentioned this uh, earlier off the air, but it's important to mention. The thing that's tough about Kepler is is he's not only in the way of a prospect. He might be standing in the way of a couple of twins being given the their opportunity. He's standing in the way of Larnick. He's standing in the way of Alex Kirilov. And he's standing in the way of Matt Walner. And we talked about this in the offseason. When the twins signed Joey Gallo, which is fine. Like, that's not a bad signing. Uh the thought was okay. Well, cool. He's like Max Kepler's replace. Uh, excuse me, replacement. He'll take over at first base or in one of the corner outfield spots, and Larnick can take the other one, and Kirloff can take one, or maybe have Walner take another one. And 
Max Kepler right now. And again, I've historically have liked Kepler, but like Corey said, the numbers just don't back up him getting this spot. He's a league average player. He's not, he doesn't stink, but he's not that great either. And when you have younger players who are a part of your future young core, and they're not young prospects, they're like 26, 27, why are they sitting down in AAA? And why is their development being stalled? For Max Kepler, who's 30 years old and only has one year left on his contract, I just, especially when you had a chance to trade him in the offseason, I don't, I don't get it. And now they're in a spot where their offense could use a guy like Walner, and now he's stuck in AAA because they don't have a spot for him. Just, I don't, I don't get it. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, June 7th.